Hey everyone, you're listening to Five Years Time with your host, Grace Black. Hi everyone, I have my pencil here <laughs> if you're watching on video because I've brought my journal. Oh, let me not expose that. My journal. Also, hi everyone. Welcome back to Five Years Time with your host, Grace. I'm so excited that you're here. I hope your Wednesday is going wonderful and that the sun is shining. As for right now, it's pretty gloomy, but we did have a beautiful weekend. Did you have a beautiful weekend where you are? Here we had lots of sun. It was windy as windy can be, Um, but I mean, that was blowing the snow away. So glad for that. Happy for the sun, happy for the warmth. Um, But yeah, let's get into today's episode. As I was saying, I brought my journal today because I feel like I'm always talking about, and I've done recent episodes on writing things down and uh, putting your pen to paper, pencil to paper, whatever the situation is for you. But I feel like I never come here with my journal. I always, if I'm going to have notes, I put it on my phone or I also have a computer in front of me, so I'll have it there. But I was like, why don't I just take my brain dump and use that as my guiding, um, my guiding light. And honestly, I felt really great about doing that today because it's also nice for me because I can like mark things down as I'm talking. Since I'm using this podcast, Five Years Time, as my spoken journal, it's nice to be able to um, have my paper journal with me as well. Anyways, moving past all of that, I have had a really wonderful week. (laughs) And this all goes into um, my tracking of my emotions. And obviously, last week's episode was about coming out of that negative place. And um, here I am in a wonderful place. So it's all about the ebbs and the flows, right? It's the highs and the lows. And I am just setting myself up. So just to let you know, I am tracking and I am so looking forward to the episode where we break that down and see what I've learned and see um, how I can help myself and support myself with that metric, I guess. So a few episodes I talked about, actually, should I just jump in? No, let me do a little bit of recap about my week since it was so wonderful. Come on, let me tell you. We took Ro swimming this weekend, which was so fun. She hasn't been to a pool. Um, well, a pool. She's only been in like a couple pools, but she hasn't been swimming or in the water since last summer. And she just loves, loves, loves swimming. So our neighbors were like, hey, do you want to go swimming on Sunday morning? And we we're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. So anyways, we took her to um, the local indoor pool. And honestly, it's a fantastic pool because it's got this great little like kitty area, which is really shallow. So it's like, and it kind of like has these like big tiered steps that go into it. So each level, there's a nice area for each kid to play on, comfort level, whatever. So she was really enjoying that. That was so much fun. I find for her when we take her to things like that, the hard part is there's also two other pools there. And she's always like, if she sees more, she wants to do it all. Um, But of course, there were different programmings going on and whatever. So we had to stay in our area. And so that's always like a little bit of a hard... um, give and take situation for her to understand, but she did enjoy herself. 
and really wants to go back. Next, woke up from her nap that afternoon and was like, let's go back to the pool. Woke up this morning. Let's go back to the pool. Like really wants to go back. So we'll have to do that again. Um, What else did we do? We had our neighbors over for dinner yesterday, which was so nice. It's just nice to entertain again. And um, we've been like outdoor friends because of obviously everything going down. So we haven't had them in the house yet. So it was just nice to be able to show them our house. Our houses are very similar laid out. So it was like an interesting thing to be able to uh, see the differences, if you know what I mean, Um, because the insides are different because they both had different work done to them. But yeah, so that was nice. It was nice for Ro to be able to show her a BFF, her toys and all that stuff. She was she was very excited about that. Um, What else have we been up to? Honestly, I feel like last week I was in the office a lot, so that kept me really busy. Um, I cleaned out our office or my office at work and I was able to um, bring in a few things to spruce it up. I, I love to work in a space that inspires me, and so I was finding it really difficult um, when I, the days that I was going into the office, cause it was kind of just like a dumping zone. So I needed to like sort it out. And now I feel like super inspired and I'm able to set my priorities and get to work and not feel distracted by things. So that's been really wonderful. And I guess I've done the same things around here that I went thrifting. Um, oh, on Saturday I went for, um, a little spa date with my mom. We went and got our nails done. That was nice. And then I hit up Value Village and did a little bit of a thrift. I hadn't been to Valley Village in so long and there was some really good stuff and I just wanted to bring some bright colors into the house for spring and um, just to brighten our moods. I find that color always just makes me so cheese, happy, happy, happy. So just brought in some bright color with some vases and pictures and stuff and that's been nice and um, some got some more baskets to organize Rosie's toys because I'm very much a person that everything needs to have a a spot. So um, when it comes to tidying, we know where things are supposed to go. So anyways, got some new baskets. So that was great. And I also got in the mail sun catchers from a small business that um, does like cards and stickers and um, like lettering, handwritten stuff. Anyways, uh, they make these sun catcher stickers and they are actually amazing. I've been following them on Instagram for a while. I've been seeing them and I'm like, I need them, I need them, I need them. So I finally ordered. They had two different designs at the time, but I believe they have more designs now, which is great because we get sun at the back of our house. And so I put one on our main floor window, one on our upstairs floor, and I'd love to get one for our basement, but there were only two designs at the time. So I'll have to order one of the new designs. And they're so amazing. They're just these little sun catcher stickers. You stick them on your window and I believe you can peel them off and put them on different places if you decide that's not the spot you want or whatever. And they create these beautiful rainbows in your room. And depending how your sun is, our sun like rises from one way and sets in the other and like we get most of it in the back so the rainbows just move along the room and like create different patterns and they're so fun and Rosie's been loving it like chasing them around and just getting so excited and it's just wow I didn't realize how much of a mood booster um it would be and it is it's really really fun so I will actually link them in our show notes if you want to check them out because they are so cool. And I think everyone who has a sunny spot should put one in. Um, What else did I get to this week? Not much, you know, like 
outside of what I've just said, just been going into the office, coming home. We did a spring clean, so the house feels really fresh. It was so lovely on the weekend. We were able to open up the windows and just air everything out. And so I feel like Trevor and I are in a really good mindset to every day do like five-minute tidies and just like keep up with things, which is typically how we are. But I feel like through everything over the past few months, it's just gotten a little hectic. So we're in a good mindset now. So I feel really good about that. But yeah, other than that, haven't been up to too much. Um, but really looking forward to daylight saving this weekend. I totally forgot that that was happening. I feel like it's already getting so much lighter. So I'm just so excited to wake up to light and have longer days. It'll be lovely. So a few weeks ago, I had said that I was going to try and put uh, boundaries on my phone use. And I did that. So for the past few weeks, I have been not using my phone for the first 30 minutes of the day and not using my phone for the last 30 minutes of the day. And I'm here to tell you what I've learned, what I've taken away. Is this a practice I'm going to continue? Did I find it didn't really make a difference? So here we are. What I learned by setting phone boundaries. Okay. So this week I really sat down and reflected on the beauty of these boundaries. And I'm going to tell you, oh, I guess I kind of gave it away, the beauty. So there's a little hint how I feel. And I'm going to, whoa, I just like hit the table. Could you hear that in the mic? I'm feeling it. Um, And I'm going to tell you that I reflected about it this past week, but I honestly right away pretty much saw the benefits within the first three days, I was able to see how great it was. And I, so my boundaries I set were 30, the first 30 minutes of me waking up, I wouldn't go on my phone. And the last 30 minutes of my day, so before bed, I wouldn't go on my phone. And then I found that the morning one extended really long. Like if I avoided it for the first 30 minutes, I was quickly brought into all my morning routines and I didn't end up picking up my phone for like maybe an hour or two. And um, I'm going to say my bedtime one, I'm pretty much stuck to the (laughs) 30 minutes. I was like, okay, I'm going to start brushing my teeth and winding down. I'm going to put my phone away and uh, not pick it up again. Although I will say I do listen to podcasts while I fall asleep. So I would have that set up, but I have to go on my phone and just like click play and put it on a sleep timer, but I wouldn't go to any other apps, check my messages, anything like that. I would just put on my podcast. So I'm going to say the biggest thing for me is in the morning, I didn't realize how much time I was wasting on my phone. By putting that boundary, I would get up and get into the shower or get dressed, whatever I wanted to do that day. If I Sometimes I shower at night, sometimes I shower in the morning. So it was a shower in the morning. I would just get up and get right into the shower. Or if not, I would just get up and get dressed. Like I, I that was something that it, it's like I didn't even realize that was an option. I don't know why. <laughs> so I would typically wake up, pick up my phone and start scrolling in bed until Rosie woke up. And normally those things overlapped pretty closely, but I didn't realize how much time I actually had when I woke up between when Rosie needed to get out of bed. It was like, oh, I actually have time to take a shower. I actually have time to get dressed or brush my teeth or make a cup of coffee, whatever the situation is. It's like, wow, I 
actually have time to do that if I just don't go on my phone. So I didn't realize how much time I, I, I use the word wasting lightly because everything is uh, like your time used, I don't think is ever wasted. I think you can get something out of everything, but I didn't realize how much time I was spending on my phone versus how little time it actually takes me to like get up and just get going, especially for me. I'm a morning person. So the biggest thing is I've just been getting up first thing in the morning and getting going, like taking my shower, doing my coffee, getting dressed or going for a walk, like not necessarily all four of those things, but like whatever one is my priority of the day. Um, I'm just getting up and doing it. And honestly, that puts me in such a good place, especially being a morning person. Uh, That's where I have my energy. And so not clouding my brain first thing with whatever is on my phone and just getting to it has put me in a great place. Number two is quality time with Rosie. I think I've been having like a little bit of a, a hard time, not a hard time, but like obviously I'm in this transition because I've recently started a full-time job and I haven't been working full-time with Ro. I've been working part-time since I've gone back to work. Um, so now I've started a full-time job and I've been trying to find my new routine with Rosie and Um, where we can have our, throughout the week, where we can have our quality time. And wow. So as I said, like the 30 minutes has slowly become more. Like I feel like once I don't pick up my phone and I just, I have it on my side table, um, like charging on my bed. So once I leave my bedroom, I haven't picked up my phone. Like I don't tend to go back there until I'm on my way to work or getting ready or, um, getting road to school or whatever. So it's like, I don't think to go back. So now I have all these, a few extra hours in the morning where I'm actually spending quality time with Rosie. And she's been in this place where she used to always want to eat first thing in the morning, but now she kind of wants to play. So we've been playing together and I've been able to spend time with her and have more meaningful breakfasts and sit down and have that time with each other and make breakfast together or make coffee together, just like get her involved in those morning routines. Like she's at that age now where she wants that independence. She wants to be helping out. She wants all that. And by putting my phone away, I'm able to be present in the moment. And it's been really meaningful to have those um, connections. And it's something I've been craving and needing um, and kind of been feeling like sad about uh, I normally like would pick her up when I was working part time. It was like, I would pick her up and we'd have those hours before dinner, before Trevor was done work to spend with each other when I picked her up from school. But now I'm the one who's coming home later. Trevor's picking up. So I've been feeling a little bit of sadness about missing out on those moments, but now I've flipped it and I'm able to have that in the morning and it's just been really, really wonderful. So just quality time with Rosie and really getting to play with her and learn new things with her. That's been a really wonderful thing. Number three is I feel lighter and clearer. Like my brain doesn't feel like I'm in this fog at all times. I already feel that I have so much screen time with work, always being on my computer, doing emails, whatever. And so to go from work to phone, to work to phone, to TV, to work to phone, to TV, like, you know what I mean? It's just like screen, screen, screen. I feel so much clearer for just not having those 30 minutes on either ends and whatever, if it does continue to be longer, but at least those 30 minutes on either ends, it just bring, it just starts my morning off clear. 
and ends my night clear. I'm just able to like empty my brain and really let go of my thoughts. You don't you don't realize how much energy you're using, <laughs> consuming things all the time. So it's just been really nice to be able to lift that brain fog or really um, help help relieve it, especially after a day of like filled with meetings and screen time at work or whatever. So that's been so nice. I've just been feeling a lot lighter and clearer. And this leads into my next one, which is my last one, um, is for creativity. I just feel like I, <laughs> I've I've refound um, this light inside of me and just like sparked open <laughs> this um, creativity I've been missing. And um, I get, I think that truly comes from feeling lighter and clearer. It's like I'm not using my energy towards consuming other people's things or whatever. And I just feel like I've been able to open up this side of me that I've been missing and um, – have that creativity, that light come back into me. And I think the a true part or a true example of that is at work, I've been working in this office that has been so cluttered. Even at home, I was working when I when I work at home. Um, my I was working kind of in like a mismatched setup situation, not mismatch bad, but like a mish, mishmash, <laughs> just like kind of made myself a desk that was like a flexible situation, but actually I've been working there pretty frequently. So it's like, okay, let me actually take time to set up a place that I feel inspired and I feel like I have this open mind and uh, I have this clarity and uh, I I can just like sit down and actually like use my brain to its max capacity. And so that was the same situation at work where I was just like, hey, let me clear out my office and like start from scratch. And it was the same thing at home. I moved myself downstairs into a more open space with lots of sunlight and was able to have a cleared off desk and be more purposeful and meaningful with my setup and how I had my space set up. And I think that pulled in this weekend even to our house where I was like, you know, I need to go um, and just get a few more bright pieces for our house. Like I need my space to be inspiring. And it's one of those things where it's like your phone sometimes becomes your space and you feel like everything is in there and like your creativity might lie in there. Your inspiration may lie in there. But ultimately for myself, it was like once I removed my phone, it's like, wow, my space, my physical space and the place around me is actually where my creativity lies and I need to be more I need to be more meaningful with my space. So, I've just been setting up my space more meaningful. We had our deep clean, like all these things that felt too overwhelming before or felt like, oh, it's there's no point. All of a sudden had high priority once I got rid of my phone. So, I think that the 3 and 4 lighter and clearer and creativity have come together and kind of molded into one, but like I've been feeling lighter and clearer without my phone and, or by setting those phone boundaries. And that has led to all this creativity and being more meaningful with my space, which ultimately all leads into like my joy because I am someone who really thrives in organization around me. And so just having that extra bit of time to take care of myself in the morning spend with Ro and 
clear my mind, clear my space, and spark creativity has been all a whole round circle of wonderfulness. And so I am not going to be giving up my phone boundaries. I think they are more of a habit than anything now. And I'm not hard on myself. All of these things, you always give yourself grace. There may be a morning I wake up and it's like, I just want to lay in bed on be on my phone. Give yourself grace. But ultimately, for most days, I get up and I just get going. And then the same thing for bedtime. It's like when it's time to wind down, I wind down. Another one, a little side tip that I haven't been doing as consistently, but I've been trying to, is we put row down for bed at 6.30. So I get myself from 6.30 to 7 to just like scroll on my phone and be mindless and do whatever and just like really unwind. But then I typically before this would just like probably continue that scroll and then realize like, oh my gosh, I've just wasted my free time. And now I have to go to bed and I just feel like unclear and unsatisfied. But now it's like I give myself till seven and then it's like, okay, it's seven o'clock. Like this is my time. I still have time in my day. This is my time for myself or to watch a show with Trevor, do something like whatever. Like it's like I still have time. Don't just like, I feel like I was stuck in a mindset where it's like, I'm so exhausted. And yeah, I was exhausted and I do give myself that break. And then all of a sudden I have a little bit more energy. And I'm not saying I'm going to run a marathon, but I don't need to just lay in bed all night until bedtime. I can actually do something. So that's a little bonus one. I've been giving myself a little bit of that boundary um, in the middle of my evening routine. And that's been helpful. Um, again, I haven't been doing that every day, but I'm trying to be more consistent with that one. But yeah. So if you have not tried being meaningful or meaningful, I guess being meaningful, but being mindful or with your phone time, I really strongly suggest that you do give it a try because I wasn't sure totally what I was going to get out of it. Like I wasn't sure if I was if that was what the issue was or if it was something else that was the issue. But like ultimately like that was the distraction <laughs> from my real world or from this this world, not my virtual world. And once I gave myself those boundaries, um, I was able to really open myself up and be inspired and kind of like solve a few problems that I've been not been avoiding, <laughs> been avoiding figuring out or uh, being avoiding, yeah, figuring out what the the problem to them was or the solution. So I do suggest that you try it out, um, especially if you work in, if you are spending the majority of your days on a screen. Um, it's just been, it's been nice. And uh, I love catching up with everyone online. I, I do love the online community and I do feel um, that there is still value there for me. So it's not a situation where it's like, oh, delete myself from everything. It's just setting those boundaries and being more mindful and um, keeping tabs on what makes me feel good, what doesn't make me feel good, all of that stuff. So that's what I learned from this little phone experiment. I will continue. Now it is not an experiment. It's more of a habit. And I'll continue doing it because it feels really, really good to get up first thing in the morning and have time to do stuff. I totally forgot that that was an option um, because I wasted time or sorry, I didn't mean to say waste, but because I spent time on my phone just consuming nothing at the moment and using it as a distraction where I could just get up and get going. And that feels good for me being a morning person. So that's what I learned this week. Okay, let's get into our roses, thorns, and buds. 
rose, thorn, and bud. This week oh, is so hard to choose one rose. I gave you my recap, which was full of roses. So I'm going to give you something new. My rose was opening up the windows and cleaning the house and just resetting our space. That was my big, big overarching rose because I feel the that has brought so much lightness into my my being and the way that I um the way that I function that it has led into everything else. Like it has brought so much positivity into everything else. So doing that has helped me and it's helped me with a lot of clarity moving forward. So just like oh being able to open the windows this weekend and clean out the space and be more uh, meaningful with how I set up the space and how we are going to keep the space was a beautiful thing. My thorn this past week, hmm, it's always hard to find a thorn when I feel like I'm in a good place, is I didn't get a nap this weekend. I love me a nap. I feel like I say this all the time. I'm a strong napper. And I worked in the office all last week, so I wasn't able to nap, obviously, on any of my lunches. And then I didn't take any naps this weekend, so I just feel like I missed out on that. Uh, you know, that extra special sleep in the middle of the day, wake up when the sun is shining and feel, I don't know, it feels nice to me. If you're a napper, you get it. So I'm sad that I missed out on that, but hopefully I'll catch one um, next weekend. My bud is, what am I looking forward to? Daylight saving. I feel like I said this, but I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to, I have been a going on a walk in the morning because it's been light, but I'm looking forward to that. Even being able to go on a walk in that first 30 minutes when I wake up, just pop out of the house before Ro wakes up. That'll be really nice. Um, and it's been so nice to hear the birds chirping. So I'm just so excited. Spring is on the horizon. I've brought so much color into our house. I'm just like realizing that I feel physically happy when I see color. <laughs> and so the more that I can implement that, the more joy I feel and it feels good. And those are my roses, thorns, and buds. <laughs> Moving on to our entertainment recap, entertainment recap. <laughs> okay. Let's get into this because I finished Euphoria, which that last that last season finale, that last episode, I was actually heartbroken. I thought I was going to cry. I'm surprised I didn't cry the very ending. I just can't even fathom where it's going, like with Fez. Like I don't even know. And it was so actually sad. And now talking about it, I'm getting sad again. So let's move on. Basically, Euphoria ended very sad, but I love the play. I'm so happy we got the play. But this ending was very, very sad. Love is blind. I started it. I'm not done yet. I don't even know if is it was it weekly uploads. I don't know because I started it late. But anyways, I'm not caught up. But I have I've been watching it pretty quickly. I'm trying to get through it because I'm like trying to avoid all the spoilers. I also have a friend on TikTok who's been posting what looks to be amazing TikTok recaps. Um, shout out to Carla. And I want to watch all of them, but I can't yet because I don't want any spoilers. But every time I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And then it's like go past quickly. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to watch all those. I just want to say really quickly, Dipti and Shake. I am kind of confused. Rem re remember, I'm not, I'm not at the end yet. But like when his mom, uh, when Shake's mom said like, 
she deserves better. I was with her a hundred percent because he just keeps talking crap behind her back and isn't telling her. So I don't understand what's going on. Like they seem to have a beautiful relationship, but like he obviously feels that there is blocks, but then he's talking about it with everyone else and not bringing it up to her. And I just feel like they need to be having these really meaningful conversations if they're planning on getting married in two weeks. So that's where I'm stuck on that one. And then I want to say Nick and Danielle, I can't, I just can't wrap my head around their relationship. It feels good. And then it feels toxic. And what feels toxic is that he keeps saying like, your toxicity, your, like he, he is the one that is bringing up the toxic card whenever she's talking about something that has to do with mental health. I don't think he understands what it means to be in a partnership with two people. Like, I don't think he gets it. And then when they went home to his family and his family was like, oh, he's never been in a long-term relationship. Like, no, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, first of all, his family's being so mean. Makes sense why he can be mean in those situations because it seems like his family doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't respect that people have different different ways of thinking and different ways of processing. So I get that. But then also I was like, oh, maybe there has been an issue. But it feels like he really needs to work through a lot of family problems and and inner child work. <laughs> oh, my alarm's going off. That's reminding me that I need to uh, wrap this up. <laughs> Sorry if you heard that. But anyways, that's all I want to say for that. What are your feelings? Those are the two couples that really like stand out for me for things I have to say. The other one's like, I don't know. They're either going to work or I just feel like they're not going to work, but there's nothing really important to say. But the controversial ones are Dipti and Shake and Shake. Yeah, Shake and Nick and Danielle for me. What do you guys think? Um, hopefully I'll be done by next week and I can give the whole review um, and also see everyone on social media. I always look forward to that because I'm pretty sure Love, and Bly, Love is Blind is filmed like a few years ago. So I'm excited to see who's still together. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, the music I've been listening to is our five years time playlist, which is linked below and everything else is, um, yeah, all my links are below and you can follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, all the good stuff. We look forward to coming back next week for Sunday Reset and it'll be a really exciting one because it is obviously our daylight savings episode. And yes, so thank you so much for listening. Please try out um, setting some phone boundaries or being a little bit more meaningful or mindful with your phone time. If you haven't yet, I do think that you will feel a little bit of weight and clarity in your life. Love you all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mwah, 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 mwah. Have a great week and I will see you Sunday. Bye.